Well, welcome, man. Uh, Ayman Al Abdullah. What's going on? President and CEO of AppSumo. That's oh, right. Is that oh. your official title? I guess so. What's up, Neville? What's going on, man? So let me read a quick introduction about you. So Ayman Al Abdullah is the current CEO and president of AppSumo. Uh, you previously worked at Microsoft, I remember, before joining AppSumo a couple years back. And then uh, AppSumo gets discounts on software and sends it out to hundreds of thousands, millions of email subscribers. I can never keep track. Yeah. And on track, you're scheduled to do what? Over like $100 million this year? That sounds about right. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, I brought you here because every week I get approached by people asking how to get featured on AppSumo. Mm. And the reason it's mainly like software developers, people with courses, all that kind of stuff. Right. And they're always like, because they know that I'm like kind of part of the company. Yeah. And they're like, how do I get featured on AppSumo and get sent out to hundreds of thousands? Is it millions of people? It's yeah. Well, well north of a million. Oh, yeah. good Lord. Okay. How many? Uh, we're... So we've got, we've got millions of subscribers. It depends on, we actually do a lot more segmentation now than we did before where we would just blast the list. And so we'll, well north of a million customers and email subscribers. That's unreal. So yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's get some numbers out of the way just yeah. so people know what AppSumo is. Uh, how do you describe AppSumo just like in a quick nutshell? So right now we're, we're the number one software marketplace for entrepreneurs. You know, it's the equivalent of like an Amazon for software. And so, uh, We've evolved over time. Obviously, when you were when you when you were there, you know we were a deal site, deal deal site for for entrepreneurs selling everything under the sun. And we have evolved over the last ten years to now being the number one software marketplace for entrepreneurs. And that's been a multi phased approach and a multi phased uh, evolution of the business. That's all. so. Um, how many people currently work for AppSumo roughly? Uh, we, we just were north of a hundred full time employees. Good lord! And then uh, when we include our full time contractors, it's about another one hundred and forty. And then when we include everybody, that's well north of two hundred people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I frequently go to the office. I've got the keys still and, yeah. uh, and steal <laughs> Red Bull. We're gonna have to get that back from you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I keep increasing my stock value, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many? So you said uh, well over a million customers. How yeah. many is that? So well over a million emails, also. Yes, of course. And then a hundred million we're, plus. We're, we're sending them direct mailers. Okay, so this is a pretty big deal. Oh, no, that was, that, no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 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 funny because our revenue has not been a direct correlation of our list size. It's a direct. Really? Yeah, it's not because um, you basically have three levers in order to grow a business. You've got the number of customers, which is you know obviously the one that everyone focuses on, but then you've also got your average order value. Are you providing more value to the customers on every time they're transacting? If you're selling one dollar products, that's very different than if you're selling ten thousand dollar products. Mm. And so those those are the two levers. The third lever, and this is the one that we really focus on, is repurchase rate. How many times are those customers coming back to us? And that's a a proof of the value that you're providing. That's proof that you're actually helping these customers meet their business needs. And it's so much easier to bring a customer back through email, as you as you you're well aware, than it is to go out and acquire brand new customers. Which which of those levers are you trying to always pull the most? Is there one that's more important? No. So every year we'll we'll, we'll do an analysis of like where is the most opportunity? Is there most opportunity in the top of funnel driving more customers? Is there more opportunity in average order value and the ability to, to provide more value to our customers? Is there more opportunity to drive the repurchase rate? Now, you know, given the size of the company, we actually have people focused on each of those. And so we no longer need to make those trade-offs. We can mm. actually have someone focused on top of funnel. We can have someone focused on providing more value and we can have someone focused on retention and repurchase rates. And where did you learn that concept, by the way? Uh, that's actually from Jay Abram. So oh. uh, yeah, so like the three, the three major levers to, I mean, if you, if you take any company and divide their revenue by those three metrics, you're going to get their numbers, right? Number of customers times average order value times repurchase rate over a 12 month period is their annual revenue. It's, it's a simple formula. And so if huh. you can, if you can focus on those three numbers, 
you can double your business. If you add 10% to each of those levels, you're going to grow your business by 33%. And so figuring out where you have the most opportunity uh, is, the, is critical in order for you to 10x a business. That's super interesting. I remember like being around in the, like when I actually worked a lot with AppSumo, I would go, uh, we were just like focused, Noah specifically was focused on just growing the email list size. And you have to, right? Yeah. So like, there's a big difference between getting rich and staying rich, right? <laughs> right? Like what, 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 what does uh, Warren Buffett say? Like you wanna, you wanna specialize to get rich and then diversify to stay rich. Mm. And so, I mean, one of our biggest levers for growth was, I mean, you were around the Dropbox giveaway, right? 250,000 <laughs> emails almost overnight. It's like specialization. And so that was huge for AppSumo early on in order to get there. But now our, our marketing team is 30 plus people, 50 plus people for including all of our contractors. Um, we're, we're focused on nine different channels. Uh, and so we're very diversified and we're, all, we're constantly thinking about which levers to pull in order to grow the business. Dude, that's awesome. It, you know, I frequently like, I know when in the, the main growth phase, like your, your job is like get out there in front of everyone, be on right. a podcast, be on this, do giveaways, all that stuff. Right. But now that you're at this more mature phase, sometimes people ask me, they ask me like, they're like, is AppSumo still around? And I'm like, yeah, it's like bigger than ever. Yeah. Like more customers than ever, more yeah. email, more everything. Yeah. Like really, I don't hear about it as much. It's like, that, that is interesting about a lot of companies. Like it kind of reminds me of Groupon also. Yeah. People always ask, they're just like, does Groupon still exist? I'm like, yeah, it does billions of dollars a year. <laughs> right. Like it's huge. Right. Um, but like when they're out of that main growth phase, I feel like people don't hear about them as much or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think that's ap actually AppSumo's biggest weakness right now is that we're doing better than ever before. Um, we're bigger than we're ever before. And it still feels like we're the world's best keep kept secret. Like nobody knows about us. And it's like, it's, it's shocking to me because it's, in my opinion, the best place to launch and grow your business. Uh, I mean, we've, we've launched a couple of unicorns. We can get into that over the last couple of years. We've got a really good eye in terms of what are the best products that are launching. And so I think that AppSumo is the best kept secret in the tech space. And so despite being bigger than ever before, I still think there's a lot more room for AppSumo to grow. Dude, I'm excited. I'm excited. So uh, let's talk about, so here's the question that I want to just send people this link every time they ask me about it. Uh, how do you get a deal on AppSumo or, or the way I hear it mostly, bro, how do I get on AppSumo? Well, I mean, the, so let's actually talk about the evolution of how to get on AppSumo. Right. So um, it used to be AppSumo was a deal site for entrepreneurs. And so we would actually go out and find and negotiate these deals on a one-on-one -on -one basis. We'd go to Neville and be like, hey, Neville, we love the copywriting courts. We want to get an AppSumo. You would jump on a call with me. We would negotiate terms. And that got to the point where it was so successful. We were, we were getting so many people coming through that platform that we had a nine-month waiting list. I mean, this was a harder this was a harder door to get into than, than live in Miami, like club live in Miami. Mm -hmm. So it was a nine-month waiting list. And so people were struggling to get on AppSumo and they were going, I need to like launch my business. I want to get on AppSumo. What can you do for me? And so we took a step back and we analyzed our, number one, our customers were looking for more. Number two, we had more partners than ever. In fact, I think there's seven SaaS tools being created every hour, which is insane. Yeah. And so there's more tools out there than ever before. They're niching down more than ever before. And so there's opportunity across an, a much broader spectrum than it was even five years ago. And so we took a step back and we go, well, what can we do to help even more entrepreneurs. And we decided to launch a marketplace about, about four years ago. And um, 
We've been working on the product roadmap and building towards it. In fact, we launched late last year. And what this allows us to do is essentially democratize the platform. So it's no longer Neville needing to go directly to Eamon and be like, yo, Eamon, slide me $100. Let me get on AppSumo <laughs> next week, right? And it's like this back and forth. It's like we're democratizing the platform. We're opening it up. And so if you go to AppSumo.com right now on the top, there's a, there's a, a link that you can, you can actually go and self-list your own product. You can click sell on AppSumo. You can go through the form. You can upload your own imagery. You can upload your documents, handle your copy, and then push publish and be live on AppSumo. And so that evolutionist, what it, what it allowed us to do is go from only having 50 products in the store because everything was a one-on-one -on -one basis to now having 1500 plus products. This year, we're gonna be projecting to do north of 6,000 products by the end of this year in a variety of niches that we've never, uh, we, we could have never understood. And it's it's been awesome to see that growth. And so it used to be really hard to get on AppSumo. And now it, what, we're, what we've essentially done is we've made it a lot easier for the everyday entrepreneur to come on AppSumo, list their product, and be making money almost immediately. So, uh, so when they say, can I get on AppSumo, what they're, let's unpack that sentence. What yep. they're actually saying is, how can you email your million plus people about my product? So that's very different. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing is like, so people are like, oh, like is AppSumo opening up too much? We want to make it clear. There's two, there's essentially two levels of AppSumo. There's the self-listing platform, which to be fair, there's some of the, our highest rated products have gone through the self-listing. It doesn't necessarily need to go through the second component, which is our white glove select process. So the white glove select process is these are our select tools. These are the tools that go through that traditional process that we talked about where we negotiate uh, we handle your copy. We do a video for you. We blast our, our, our email list. Um, we go through that entire process. So there's, there's essentially two ways you can go through it. Number one, you can go through and fill out that form. And we actually have what we our sales development representatives. They comb through every listing and go, Hey, this actually has some select potential. So you can go through that. Number two, if you uh, and this is what a lot of our, our partners are doing. They're going and listing on the marketplace. They're rising in the rankings. They're getting better reviews. They're rising and they're, they're, we're seeing that they're performing so well. And then they are transitioning from being in the self-listing marketplace to being in, in the select marketplace. And so um, that, that, that secondary transition. And so it's still through that same process. Go through that, fill out that form, and either someone will identify you right in the, in the get-go or you'll go through the self-listing flow, get on the marketplace, rise in the rankings and then you'll be selected directly from the marketplace that kind of reminds me exactly how like actual retail does that so if before you get into target or petco you have a dog leash when you get into petco they're like have you succeeded at xyz mom and pop store first totally they want to see that you're the number one seller that you're in the front center selling all day and then they're like okay well it'll clearly sell hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was having lunch with, uh, with Eric from beer brand the other day and like, that's how they got into target. They started with a test pilot with three stores. Let's see how you perform. And now they're in a thousand plus stores. And so, uh, you, you definitely want to show like the first 24 hours showing that you're, you're engaged with the reviews that you're engaged with the customers that you're actually putting some effort into your listing and you're not just mailing it in. You're actually putting some effort into your copy. Mm -hmm. You know, you've gone through Neville's course and, <laughs> and actually learned how to write a little bit of copy or, or maybe hired someone from your community in order to, to do the copy for them, uh, and actually put in some effort. And we're going to see that you're going to rise to the rankings. It's like, it's completely algorithm driven. It's based on number of sales, number of new customers driven, number of reviews, and the cream will rise to the top. And if mm. your product is phenomenal, in fact, we're seeing a lot of incredible self-listing products doing millions of dollars of revenue, 500,000. I was just checking some numbers. Someone was doing five, they just crossed 500,000 this morning. 
who's a single solo entrepreneur, which is awesome to see. And it's like that, that product wasn't making any sales just a few, few months ago. And so it's been awesome to see that rise. And so, um, yeah, it's very much similar to, to the, the traditional model where you're like, Hey, prove yourself, work your way up, and then you'll be able to get blasted. And we're going to, we're going to want to promote you. That's awesome. That's actually a much better way than before. Yeah. We're just like, people always ask me and I'm like, well, I have this content. And then sometimes there's people that I didn't really know their product or I thought like, or they were still building it. I'm like, bro, I don't know. I don't even want to waste the introduction. Totally. Now I can at least say, go to the marketplace, list it, do the fucking work. Yes. And then you can do it. A hundred percent. The cream will rise to the top. Okay. That's awesome. So let's talk about this. What deals have you been seeing work best? Like, is it software? Is it courses? Is it PDFs? Like, like, like what? Is there a genre that you have insight into? Yeah. So our, I mean, our main customer is like our customer avatar. We call him marketing agency, Matt. So marketing <laughs> nice. agency, Matt, he runs a seven figure agency, you know, it's a fictional character runs a seven figure agency with 10 full-time employees. And he packages his marketing products to his clients that are maybe less tech savvy. And so the products that perform the best are those that empower marketing agency, Matt, hmm. to better serve his customers. And so that's products like SEO tools, products like marketing tools, design tools, social media tools, tools that he can then sort of white label and repackage as part of his retainer fee to his end clients. Those are the ones that do the best. We talk about repurchase rate. Mm -hmm. The likelihood that a, a pizza shop down the street is going to purchase 10 pieces of software over the next year, pretty, pretty low, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> They're like, look, I got pizzas to deliver. I don't want to deal with that. The likelihood that marketing agency Matt is going to purchase 10 pieces of software to continue to grow his agency, pretty high, right? And so what you're, what the products that do the best are the ones that serve marketing agency Matt. Um, and we noticed that over the last few years, because when I joined AppSumo, we were doing everything under the sun. We were doing eBooks, PDFs, courses, software. And we took a, we took a step back and we analyzed and look, 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 which ones are selling the best. And it was funny. The software was outselling all of the other categories mm -hmm. by 10 to one. And so we're like, well, why don't we just double down on the number of software? Like instead of doing one per month, let's try two. And all of a sudden revenue went up. We're like, Hmm, what about four revenue continued to go up. And so it got to the point where like it became 90% software and 10% everything else. And that has evolved over time, you know, like three years ago, maybe even four years ago, learning how to code was the cool thing, right? Like everyone, yeah. was, right. <laughs> everyone had a Ruby on rails course and like learning how to do Python and everyone wanted to learn how to code. And then you end up realizing, like, oh shit, learning how to code is really fucking hard. Yeah. And so, so like no one wants to learn how to code anymore. Um, and so now what's cool is like the no code tools, right? Yeah. Like, like, and so like, it's cool. Cause like AppSumo gets this watchtower view of the industry where we get to see like sort of the trends of entrepreneurship where it's like, oh, everyone wants to learn how to code. Like, oh no, no, no one wants to learn how to code. Yeah. It's like now everyone wants to just like have a no code tool that you can just drag and drop and build software. And so it's cool to see sort of this rise and fall. And for courses, I mean, courses had its heyday probably about seven years ago, eight years, yeah. everyone was doing course. What we're noticing now is courses are essentially being used as lead gen and as the opportunity to create thought leadership. And what it is is sort of top of funnel and people are using it to, to build their list, to build their audience and show their thought leadership that they're then using to parlay to their higher priced items, which could be a course. I mean, it could be a, a, a much more expensive course. It could be con consultation, could be software. And so to me, like, I think it's more, it's less about what products do well, but rather what product are you, are you most poised in order to be successful on? Because if you don't know how to write software, what are you doing trying to create software, mm -hmm. right? Start with a PDF, 
build an audience, turn that into a course, continue to build the audience, use the profit from that to fund your software. And like, that's sort of like this evolution of entrepreneur that uh, I think people are just jumping right into software. And they're, I mean, we're, we have people with, with spreadsheets, templates, making $500,000 on AppSumo. And so you don't need to, to, to really focus on uh, any one of those categories. What's most important is how are you providing value? And more importantly, what can you be the best in the world at? If you've never written software before, don't just try to jump in and write software. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, uh, first of all, that was awesome. Uh, second, I remember seeing that trend a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously we've been selling core forever, right? right? Like so, so not at the very beginning, but like early on mm -hmm. when it was kind of a novel concept, we didn't, I'd tell family friends are like, wait, you're selling like a video. Like they couldn't even like understand totally. it. Yeah. And then it became really awesome. Everyone noticed the structure of it. It's like, if you sell something for $50, you basically have $50 in profit, right? There, there's, totally. there's no delivery costs, right. no nothing. Right. Yeah. So everyone started doing it. And I started noticing it, it's kind of like a course teaches you how to do something. Mm -hmm. So it actually adds work to your plate. Right. Whereas software just does it. Totally. So instead of like, here's how you calculate some SDR uh, compensation packages, yep. you could just make a, a calculator that does it on Excel or Excel or Sheets and it just does it for them. 100%. Yeah, enters the number of SDRs, salary, whatever, boom, output the answer. Right. Why do you need to know all that yourself? Totally. Yeah, I've actually been encouraging people. We did a thing called Sell While You Sleep. It wasn't a very good name, but uh, <laughs> but it's essentially like, yeah. how do you sell a micro product? So yeah. one of the things that we see a lot, especially from like kind of like uh, newbies or people with jobs is they're like, I wanna create a course, I wanna create a course. And I'm like, do you need to create an entire course in its traditional form anymore? Yeah. Or can you just sell the real nugget that you're getting? Mm. So speaking of that SDR thing, I was actually referencing a guy named uh, named Kyle uh, Van Boris, and he has an SDR agency, mm. and he wanted to make a course on like why you should compensate your SDRs correctly and mm. what what SDR stands for. And I'm like. I'm assuming the person that needs this knows all this stuff already, right? right? Like there's, there's no reason to re-educate them. Right. And so what he, so he was showing us all the modules he made and everything. Then he showed us like, he's, he called it the world's greatest compensation calculator. Mm. I, I believe that was the name. Yeah. And it was just an Excel sheet. That's it. That's it. And I was like, yeah, just sell that. Yes. <laughs> just, just sell that thing. Dude, that, that, that would do yeah. so well in AppSumo. So do get this? Yeah. He put it on AppSumo. Oh, awesome. So, so yeah, during yeah. the thing, he was just like, well, shit, I already have this. And he thought he was going to spend months like making some course. I was right. like, no, just put that thing out. Yeah. And he started making sales on it right away. So in, in the AppSumo marketplace. Yeah. So he also put it on Gumroad, but Gumroad, I guess, doesn't promote. You have to do all the promotion. Totally. So AppSumo, he was making sales without doing anything, which is cool. And then if you also promote and get reviews and stuff, it, right. it's even better. Yeah. So that was, that was one of those case studies where he was just like, Oh, interesting. So I just make the sheet and then he did a 30-minute uh, free Loom video. So he didn't even spend money with Loom. Right. Yeah. Recorded it. Be like, this is how it works. Here's me doing it with a small company, a medium company, a big company. Mm. There you go. That's that's your whole product. I love it. And he sells that for like 50 bucks or something still. Some, and, and he probably turned that out in like a Saturday afternoon. Oh, well, well, here's the other thing. Like you were saying that the the product actually, so it makes some money. Yay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, make a couple thousand bucks here and there. Yeah. Awesome. But... Then he also charges 30,000 plus to start engaging with him with his Boom. actual agency. Oh, I love that. So those are obviously the big money makers. Of course. Right? And, and that's the thing is if you're treating it like a funnel, right? And I think that, that the, the best entrepreneurs do treat it like a funnel. And they think about like, how do I continue to grow my audience and always have a second layer? In fact, even our select partners, the best ones are the ones that don't just think about, oh, you're running a lifetime deal and that's the end of it. It's like, no, there's a lifetime deal. But if you get more value, there's actually going to be add-ons. There's going to be an opportunity for you to uh, do a higher plan, add more users. And so it's almost like it's, it's instead of treating it like the bottom of the funnel being on AppSumo, it's, it should be the middle of your funnel. 
It should, you should be continuing to provide more and more value to the customers well past the sale, which I, I love what Kyle did there. Yeah. That was, uh, so, so let's say, um, what's the best software that is selling the most coming here? Wait, let, let, let me put, I did a sumo day thing yesterday with yeah, Noah yeah. and you I think y'all were promoting seven products for sumo day or something like that. Wait, sumo day, by the way, if anyone doesn't know, is like, it's like a prime day. That's like right. Amazon yeah. Prime Day. That's right. Yeah. And so there, there's products, which I'm assuming were already top selling products. Uh, and so I'm assuming they're already top selling products, right? Right. And that's why you put them for. So they're, I mean, this is basically a customer appreciation week, right? So it's an opportunity for us to sort of say thank you to the customers. We've been in business for 10 plus years. It's been awesome. And so we did, we brought back some of our best products of all time, uh, brought them back. And, and now, now what, what, what are those specifically like? Uh, you don't have to like say names or anything, but like what categories do those, like the software that's so, selling well? So, you know, going back to the, the marketing agents, like SEO software, marketing software, project management software, social media software. Um, in fact, Leo from Plutio was at uh -huh. the office yesterday. And so like, that's basically a suite that basically helps you manage your business and everything from project management to, uh, to, uh, just, you know, task management. And so he was in the office yesterday and like, he's, he's been on AppSumo multiple times and it's been awesome to see him come back for Sumo day and, uh, and, and launch there. He's, he's had a lot of success on AppSumo over the last few years and the team loves him. And most importantly, the customers love him because he's super engaged with his customer and his fan base. And he's always tweaking his product in order to serve their needs. Do you see, are, are you familiar with the build in public thing on Twitter mm -hmm. going on? Do you, oh. see, do you see a lot of those people like on AppSumo overlapping with that or? or? For sure. I mean, of course. I mean, I think like I, even someone like Kyle, like talking about his success, um, we see a lot of people, I, I think like, um, there's a, there's a great product on AppSumo called niche niches, which helps you find ideas in order to grow your business. And so you are like, Hey, I'm super interested in crocheting and it'll spit out a hundred plus business ideas for crocheting. Um, I, I see the founder there constantly talking about that product on Twitter. And so there's a huge overlap between this build in public movement, as mm -hmm. well as AppSumo, because you can see the results live. You get your data live. You can go on your, your, your dashboard, uh, and you can actually see how your sales are doing and more more importantly like to your point like you know how am i doing on this platform versus another platform like hey i put this up on shopify and i didn't get many sales because i had to drive the marketing versus like hey i put it up on appsumo and i'm immediately seeing sales coming through the platform wow i mean it's just like i mean i guess because i'm like old old af like yeah. <laughs> i've like seen this like this change where it used to be kind of more like every time you launch it was more like an apple event right you got everything right you i guess you like silently beta tested customers or something mm -hmm. like that then you launch in this big fashion to get a bunch of buzz going right because back in the day you needed that you just didn't have social media existing the same way it did right you didn't have this like interconnected web of people across the world now it's almost like i, I subscribe to this one product called uh testimonial.to Mm. testimonials. I forget. Uh, there's a guy named Damon Chen, random dude on Twitter. I right. just started following the build in public thing. Yeah. And he built a little a thing that you just embed testimonials on a site. And it sounds so stupid. Right. But it's one of those things where, as you know, even with like sumo.com, like yeah. sometimes it's just a weird hole that needs to be filled in the totally. market that's not there for some reason. And so we started using that. And it's just like, if someone says something nice about you on Twitter, you click a button and it's on your page. Oh. I was like, Cool. So yeah. I pay like 20 bucks a month or whatever for that. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, I mean, I think he's got like total at like a thousand dollars or 5,000 or 10,000 now, maybe MRR, like monthly recurring revenue. Amazing. It's not a big tool. Right. I remember finding him from there and being like, wow, this could actually like probably be a thing. Yeah. And like watching someone like that being super engaged with his community. Like I had an issue one time mm -hmm. and I reached out, he fixed it. And I was like, oh, huh. Okay. Yes. That's, that makes me feel confident. 
Like I imagine a lot of those types of people like would go on AppSumo Marketplace, get a little bit of a boost, and then perhaps get featured as a bigger one. Totally. And then turn into bigger things. Um, what 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 success stories like that have you seen? I think I could think of something like Udemy. Yeah. I think an example. Yeah. Are there any other ones that you've seen like that have gone from like that small size to like really big just from like that course of action? Yeah. Um, I mean, on that note, like, you know, talking about like sort of this building public, we, we have seen like, you know, this trend where it used to just be about the company. People would follow the company and focus on on the major launch. And it's it's since transitioned to being the individual. And like people mm -hmm. want to follow the individual more. They want to know the story behind the individual. They want to focus on the founder. A great example of that is like, there are more people that follow Elon Musk than they do Tesla, mm -hmm. right? And so for them, the more that you're able to sort of get out in front and actually able to um, you just be very public with your transition and, and your plan, I think the more that people are going to want to follow your journey. A great example of that, we found uh, Brain FM a few years ago. So this is in 2017. We found Brain FM. I think it had less than a thousand customers. This awesome productivity music software. So if mm. you're like, hey, I just want to listen to music in the background while I'm being, um, uh, while I want to be productive. Um, this is the app you want to use. It's scientifically backed, all this stuff. And so we found and we helped them launch back in 2017. Um, they ended up exploding on AppSumo. In fact, one of our Sumo links, um, he became a customer, bought the product, loved it so much, joined them as an engineer, worked with them for a few years, and now is actually the CEO of the company. Nice. And, yeah. And so this transition from being Sumo link to CEO, right, of one of the companies that we've promoted, he's constantly talking about their success, constantly talking about um, the the features that they have. He's constantly like, quote unquote, building in public, and they've continued to see a meteoric rise uh, well beyond their AppSumo launch, which has been super awesome to see. That's so, that, that is so true about everyone moving towards the individual. It used to be the opposite. Mm -hmm. I think people would follow the company. Totally. And then the founder was kind of like incidental. Now it's just like the founder will always have more. 100%. Like, like social followings. Like no one wants to follow like AppSumo, Twitter. It's fine. No. It's cool. It's necessary. I think it tells. Right. But they're going to they're gonna want to follow Noah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Far more interesting to the actual person behind it. It's such a shift. It is. Uh, I mean, even courses, right? Like when we talk about courses, like courses used to be this, like this paid thing, whereas like now really what are courses, but they've been sort of decentralized and put on YouTube as lead gen, mm. right? Like learn, you can literally learn anything on on YouTube yeah. and it's, it's about the individual, it's about the message and it's being used like, hey, follow this individual and I'm going to sell you something else or I'm just going to continue to make money off of YouTube. It's it's kind of a better way. Like I've actually been like thinking about that even with just like the YouTube channel and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like copywriting course, but it, ultimately we talk about other stuff than just copywriting. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like the people that started off natively like that, where yeah. they just, their, their name is their thing. They could talk about kind of whatever they want. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I mean start talking about a topic and then eventually selling tea and then talking about their mental breakdown on social media or right. something like that. But, but like the point is like people yeah. follow that person, which is really neat. A hundred percent. Like they want to follow the Joe Rogan. They could care less about Spotify. Yeah. Right. They're going to, they're, they're like, all I care about is I care about more about Neville than I do about a copywriting course. Mm. Right. And like whatever Neville ends up doing, I'm going to want to follow because I like Neville. I like Neville as an individual. And so if you end up, you know, needing to wanting to go into something else, I'm still going to follow that. Right. Because I'm following Neville. I'm not following copywriting course on Twitter. Mm. for that exact same reason. I guess you could do both. Like, I, so I don't know if like one's better than the other necessarily, because I do actually follow like accounts. Like, you need uh, both. Yeah, for sure. You need both. For sure. A hundred percent. And like, I think like people, people, they want to know what you're working on, but it's, you know, I mean, like for instance, the Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's got his podcast, but he's also got a stand-up comedy career and he's also got the UFC and I'm following him in all three of those. Yeah. And so I'm not just following JRE podcast. But he can never sell Joe Rogan. No, you can never. And that, but you can sell AppSumo. 
hundred percent. You sell like the hustle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. But, I'm, but I'm going to follow Sam Parr over the hustle. Yeah. Right. I'll, exactly. I'm going to follow both, but I'm going to continue to follow Sam Parr well beyond the hustle. So it's kind of cool. You get kind of the best of both worlds. Oh. You have a company account, you have your personal account. They can never take your personal account. Right. Then you could also sell the company account. A hundred percent. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Let's start with, so, uh, the big behemoth for your marketing channels, I'm assuming is email marketing. Yeah. I mean, 50% plus of our revenue comes through, through our email channel, but you got to remember email is only one of those, those going back to the three levers email is for repurchase rate. Right. And so for us, the majority of our email is sending emails to our existing customers to let them know about something else that may interest them in a category that they've expressed interest on, on our site. And so we have an awesome welcome drip series uh, that helps convert some of this cold traffic into customers. But the majority of that, of that revenue, <clears throat> excuse me, the majority of that revenue is customers coming back. And so while yes, it's our number one revenue driver, it's not our number one customer acquisition channel, which I think is, is, is two different things. Hmm. So for us, customer acquisition comes to us from giveaways, comes to us from a lot of the freebies that we put on our site. It comes to us from uh, a lot of the uh, affiliate program, we've got an awesome affiliate and referral program. Uh, but our biggest driver of new customers is actually the quality of our products that are on our site. So we had a, a really big focus on improving the quality of the products on AppSumo uh, over the last five years. And we wanna make sure that we're, we're constantly going after bigger and bigger names. In fact, we just had Send in Blue uh, on AppSumo, uh, maybe is a less known name in the United States, but it's actually been around for 10 plus years. They've got 200,000 plus customers, a shit ton of MRR. They just joined AppSumo uh, to help tap into the American market. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we've been getting a lot of those types of companies hop in, uh, famously launched on AppSumo in 2019. And so- Conference company? The conference company, exactly. So we found them when they're significantly smaller, well before they were a unicorn. And you know now they're, I think they're worth $6 billion over the last two years, which has been insane to see their rise. Damn. Um, so it's been cool to see those companies sort of come to AppSumo and just become wild, wildly successful after their launch because of the SEO boost, because of the marketing that we've been able to provide them and really help them get to that next level faster and stronger. So, so what works in growing now? Is it still like the same thing? Is it still like giveaways, freebies, affiliates, referrals? Is that the whole back? growing? Yeah. I mean, we, we do, we do everything from paid marketing to SEO, to affiliates, to referrals, uh, to email marketing, to freebies, to giveaways, um, like kind of going back, like you, you want to concentrate to get rich, but now that we've got a larger team, we actually can have dedicated folks on each of these. And so we've got a world-class at Facebook ads team. We have a world-class design team. We have a world-class team just creating owned freebies for us. So PDF books that we can give away to educate customers and give them away for free to have them join the list. Um, we, we have a, a dedicated team that's actually going out and negotiating freebies with third-party companies and bring them on the platform and using that as customer acquisition. And so, yeah, it's, it's a full gamut. I mean, our affiliate program used to be me and, and Chris Shelsey, like working three hours on a Friday afternoon, <laughs> uh, just PayPaling people for, <laughs> for, for sending us a, a, a ton of customers. It's now an entire team that's run by, by Nick and, uh, and, and his entire team. And we use software that costs us six figures per year uh, in order to, to provide the best experience to our affiliate program. And so all of these marketing channels has, has evolved over time uh, to, to become the success that they are. Um, so let me talk about giveaways for a second. I, I know, cause I know like there's a King Sumo product, which I personally use for giveaways and stuff. Right. Um, I've done giveaways. 
So they were obviously useful and growing. You obviously get a ton. Right. Here's, here's what I remember whenever we were doing some of the giveaways. At, I think the first one was the Dropbox. Yeah. I, that was the first one, right? Uh, I mean, it's one, definitely one of the first. Yeah. And then I remember uh, there was an interesting quirk that happened and it was like started giving away uh, MacBooks mm. or like MacBook Pros or something right. like that, right? And the thing is, you know who wants a MacBook Pro for free? That's Everyone right. in the world. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so so you get the grandma. I was like, I'll enter over here. Why and so the, the quality was extremely low. And I remember doing like big purges and stuff of like hundreds totally. of thousands of emails that right. just like weren't going to ever buy. Right. Yeah. But then, so like in giveaways, what's useful in like niching down. So like if I want copywriting people or something like that, I'm not going to give away a MacBook because everyone wants that. You have to do something that's like specific. So now what do you give away yeah. whenever you do giveaways? How do you yeah. think about that? Yeah. You're, you're spot on. Like you give away an iPad and everyone in their grandma is going to, going to sign up. And so for us, it starts with your customer avatar. What will your customer avatar? Mm. Want, right. And so like for us marketing, what would marketing agency Matt want? And so our best giveaways are ones where we go deep on, well, what is marketing agency Matt purchasing anyway? We did a really good giveaway last November called the Digital Nomad Giveaway, where we gave away an entire work from work from anywhere setup, like with an awesome travel backpack. Awesome. Yeah, like the, the Roost key stand, uh, a travel battery, like like thousands of gear to help you travel on the road one of our highest ROI giveaways of all time. And in fact, we spent a lot less money on that than on the Tesla giveaway, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so it's all about figuring out like, well, what if, if someone were to see this, what would, what would, would they get excited? Would your ideal customer get excited? We did one where we're like, pimp, like obviously with, with quarantine, we did a, a pimp your home office giveaway. That one did phenomenally well. In fact, the beginning of this year, we're like, now that the world's opening up, we did a, get a year worth of Airbnb and so we gave out $25,000 Airbnb gift cards to three different people uh, where you can literally work from anywhere over the next year. And so people are now wanting to like travel more and work on the road and now that everyone's working remote. And so that has also worked really well. And so us constantly analyzing what would someone like marketing agency Matt want and figuring out what are the giveaways that, that align with that. Okay. I'm going to move on to this little content marketing section, but I think I'm going to throw in a thing about there because you mentioned this multiple times. Mm -hmm. I never heard the content, mar uh, the, the, the marketing agency, Matt. Yeah. I love that concept. Yeah. Um, how do you come up with a cuffs or avatar? Is there like a, a exercise you do or what do you do? Yeah. So a great question to ask is who is my most, who's likely to be my most profitable customer? And the reason that I like this question is because it's multifaceted. Number one, it's not just talking about their existing purchases, but it's talking about, can they be a customer for life? Will they come back to us? Will they refer us other customers? And so that whole ecosystem of profitability is super critical. Are they a pain in the ass on customer support, right? <laughs> and so like you have to factor in not just the revenue, not this top line, but rather their entire, their entire, what, do, what value do they bring to the company? And so asking your asking that question really dividing up your customer base we've got a lot of other customers that we serve as a proxy because we serve marketing agency mat but if we really focus on just one our most profitable it is the marketing agency mat so for anyone that's listening think like go through your entire customer base and if you were to categorize them which of those segments would be your most profitable and you you can do that with various inputs in terms of the number of purchases the num the AOV their average order value mm -hmm. the times that they come back but then also how many customers are they referring? Are they writing reviews? Are they a good advocacy for your community? And so if you're able to double down on those type of customers, then it, you, you can't help but grow your business. Okay, that is a fantastic way of finding your customer avatar because I remember in the past, like people would always talk about finding the customer avatar mm -hmm. and they would do kind of these like little, little woo-woo exercises that quite bugged me. Yeah. And they'd be like, <laughs> 
imagine waking up in the morning. You have three kids. You have to make them breakfast. And like, I remember going through all those exercises and being like, uh, this just, it just didn't seem no. like right. You're just saying, take an Excel list of your top customers or top AOV, whatever, yeah. repeat customers. Who are they? Those are the people. Totally. Right? And to be clear, it, it also has to factor in with who do you want to serve? Mm. Because if you're not pumped about serving the top customer, then it, they're actually not the most profitable right? Because it's also going to have this level of energy where you're excited. Like we're very excited about serving marketing agencies, Matt. We want to help them mm -hmm. grow from being a seven figure agency to an eight figure consultancy. You know, we want to help them continue to elevate. And eventually we want them to create their own software and come on AppSumo. And so you also want to make sure that they're, that, that, that most profitable also aligns with who you want to serve. And so if you're able to double down on those two things, I mean, you're unstoppable. Dude. Great point. So, okay, let's, let's continue on market content marketing. So you got the customer avatar mm -hmm. now. So in AppSumo's opinion, what works best? What converts best in the content marketing front? So I know you do freebies and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Is it like writing articles about how to start a business mm -hmm. or, or is it making videos or what's been doing good right. lately for content marketing? So luckily, I mean, we had, we had an awesome head of content marketing, Alona. I mean, she, she's mm -hmm. basically a genius at this. And so she, she did a great job of getting us off the ground in terms of our video program, uh, in terms of getting our blog off the ground. Uh, and so for us, for content marketing, it is a, a multifaceted approach. Our YouTube channel has been exploding over the last year. Uh, I think we just crossed 50 plus thousand subscribers. Um, our blog has never seen higher traffic. And so SEO is now becoming a increasingly larger part of our overall content marketing strategy. But our biggest lever continues to be the freebies. So we actually write these incredible long form. Uh, so Alex and Sarah Beth on our team, they do an awesome job of creating these, these basically like really well-written books that do everything to teach you like how to launch on AppSumo, how to launch on AppSumo, uh, to, you know, just how to have the world's best Facebook ads marketing platform, uh, Facebook ads marketing campaign. They, they, they've done a great job. And what that does is it's sort of, it's a low cost way for our customers to get inside of our funnel and understand, Hey, like AppSumo was helping me grow my business. What else do they have to offer for us? And so it's really about how do we provide more and more value to our customers and really position ourselves as a thought leader in the space. Mm -hmm. And it creates that awareness that maybe we didn't have with that particular customer in the past. So it sounds like you're doing all of the above. Um, what about the importance of social media? Is, is that becoming more and more important? Social media is probably our worst channel. Oh. It's, it does, we have, like, we, we just don't convert from social media. We've tried Instagram, we've tried Twitter. I mean, this kind of goes back to the, um, the, the concept, like we're seeing people just not resonating with connecting with a, with a, with a brand. People are going to want to follow Noah over AppSumo. And so it's much better for us to focus on the personalities behind the brand than it is to focus on AppSumo social media presence. So, so you actually spend the, like, so you tell Noah, like, why don't you do yes. stuff about giving away your car? We, hi we hired someone specifically focused on managing Noah's social media accounts. And, and that converts? Oh, significantly higher than AppSumo's social media presence. Interesting. hundred percent. I mean, if you want to follow the individual, I mean, this kind of goes back to that. Like it, it's going to be way better if Elon tweets something than if the, tw the Tesla accounts, I'm not going to see the Tesla account tweeting it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so if you focus on the personalities behind the brand, you're going to have a way higher ROI. And so for us, social media has been probably our worst ROI. And, and it's not something that we really, we, we've, we've, ex we've invested a lot in it and we just have not seen the ROI come back to us. So uh, I guess, so 
let's talk about video for a second. I, I know a while ago y'all started doing videos for deals. I mean, even when I was writing the deals, yeah. you record videos. The problem was it, everything was so last minute that also making a video, especially right. especially like you know seven or ten years ago, yeah. which was a lot harder with those tools. Right, uh, it was was difficult. Totally. And now y'all are doing, I believe every time you send out a proper deal, I, I think there's a video for every single one, totally. if I'm not mistaken, That's like a right. well-produced proper yeah. studio, yeah. audio, all the whole thing. A hundred percent. Is is that pretty important to have on each one? Have you ever experimented where you just like, don't just put a video and people don't buy as much or how important is video? It's super important. Um, I mean, it's definitely improved conversion rate. It's one of the things that number one, our partners love it. It's an opportunity for someone to very quickly understand what the product does and get a quick demo. We've got to your, to your point, like it was always a tack on in the past. We now have an awesome video team, you know, Lindsay, Jay, Jordan managing that entire process. And they do a great job of just working with the partners to get the demo videos, really helping distill what is, you know, kind of like what you did with the SDR course. Mm -hmm. What is the core nugget here that we need to focus on? Mm -hmm. And within 60 seconds, our customers can watch that video and know immediately whether this is going to be a purchase for them or not. Interesting. So you include that on every single thing on all of our select products we do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, going back to like the select versus self listing, anyone that's going through the white glove select process is getting a video. All right. So hypothetical question, uh, you have to kill all the channels mm -hmm. of, of, of marketing, content marketing, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, except one, yeah. uh, which, which baby do you pick? Oh man. Stay alive. Neville, you're asking the tough questions here. I know, I know. Yeah. I, hypothetical world. Yeah. Obviously there's no situation where you can only do one, but right. like, let's yeah. say. If we only pick one. So here's the thing. AppSumo, if you first show up to it as a cold customer, like you've never heard of AppSumo, you're like, this is a scam, right? Like this is like, I pay once $49 and I get access to this forever. Like this is just too good to be true. And we see a super high bounce rate. And mm -hmm. so like people just don't believe that what we're selling is actually legitimate. And so if we were only to pick one marketing channel, it would probably be from our referral slash affiliate program because we can then borrow the legitimacy from a friend sharing it on their social media. Mm -hmm. Like you need to buy this and they can go and reach out to them directly. It's almost like when someone shows up to AppSumo, it's too good to be true. But if you see the post coming from a friend, you can DM them and be like, hey, is this legit? And they can be like, yeah, I've been shopping with AppSumo for 10 plus years. The products have been amazing. One product has paid for the other 10 products that I've purchased. Cool. Uh, um, and then, first of all, this has been a great interview so far. I'm just uh, I'm checking in on the time to make sure that we're good. But yeah. this, like I've learned a lot and, and I've, I know everything about apps and I feel like I'm learning a lot over here. Um, so I'm curious about the pre-validation aspect. So actually Robbie Abed asked this on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, curious about the pre-validation aspect of the products. How do you know what products are highly likely to succeed? Right. And how much of it is gut feel versus backed by data? Now you talked about this a lot already. Right. So I want to ask, add it another thing that I just learned about yesterday mm -hmm. uh, from Nick. Yep. He told me you'll have like a beta testing program. Yes. Be beta sumos. Yeah. Uh, the, beta, the beta links. Beta link. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Beta sumo sounds bad. It's like the loser ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tell me about that. Where, where did that come from? What's going on there? Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, Ullman and Kim, they've done an awesome job of just creating uh, a really solid um, process where so Jeff runs our, our BD team. And so in terms of like, how do we know, like how, what is our, our, our vetting process? So when we're reaching out to our partners, we have a lot of questions that we ask to sort of find out sort of behind the scenes. When we jump on a call, the first reason we're jumping on a call is because we've demoed the product, we've seen their landing page, we've seen everything. And we've gotten almost like a really good, like after seeing tens of thousands of products, we've got almost a gut feel like Jeff, still vets every single product that we're reaching out to and approves them. And he's gotten a really gut, good gut feel on which products are going to perform well and which one 
don't. And it's hard for me to describe this, but it's almost the equivalent of um, the, the difference when like you see a fake Louis Vuitton purse versus like a real one. Mm-hmm. Like you're not really sure what's off about the fake one, but you know there's something off about it. <laughs> and so like some of the things are like the font choice, the graphics, the landing page, when you're going through the onboarding and signup flow, how polished is it? Does it deliver on what you're actually asking it to? And so we'll go through that and sort of determine its legitimacy, like how, how solid that product is. And then we'll jump on the call. And then that's when we're asking deeper questions. How big is your team? How long have you been working on this? Are you working on this full time? Do you have a support team or is it the founder, you know, not sleeping and answering every support ticket, right? Like, do they have the potential to be able to absorb 10,000 plus new customers? Because mm. uh, a lot of times we have a very passionate founder, but they're just not ready for a select. I mean, people are asking like, hey, how do I get, you know, featured on AppSumo? I'm like, be careful what you wish for. Like, are you, are you really ready for that, right? Like there are stages to this. And like, we wanna make sure that you're ready for tens of thousands or just thousands of new customers. It's a, a lot of support tickets, you know, things will break. Uh, there's going to be bugs that are uncovered. Our, our customers are phenomenal. That's why we launched the beta link process. So our beta link uh, process, you know, shout out to Kim. He's done a phenomenal job of, of creating this, this process where essentially we sort of stress test these select products even before they see the thousands of customers. And so the beta links will go through and identify the bugs. They'll help work on the roadmap. They'll give them direct feedback on here are things that I encountered. And they will basically stress test the product prior to even launching an AppSumo. And so as part of that white glove process, we're walking through with uh, partners. We're making sure that they're they're ready for their launch and that they're poised for success well before before we even send out an email. Damn, that sounds like that sounds like I almost want someone to do that with me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I would pay for that service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, that's all the questions I had for you, man. That's awesome. How can people uh, find you? Follow you? I mean, obviously, AppSumo.com. That's uh, how can they follow Amen? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the easiest way is just you know, shoot me a DM uh, on Twitter, Broker Change. I'll be happy to send everyone a a link to our uh, launching on AppSumo Marketplace and give them any DM. You know, answer any questions that they may have or um, just help them give them t- tips and advice for launching on AppSumo. I mean, my goal with this interview was. You know, this time next year, I want you to bring on someone that launched on AppSumo Marketplace and is now clearing seven figures through the AppSumo Marketplace and walk them through their journey. Nice. Uh, Ayman Abdullah, uh, President and CEO of AppSumo, thank you so much for being here. Pleasure. Thank you, sir. Sweet.